Let us give, thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of His great mercy He gave us new life by raising Jesus Christ from death. This fills us with a living hope, and so we look forward to possessing the rich blessings that God keeps for His people. He keeps them for you in heaven, where they cannot decay or spoil or fade away. They are for you, who through faith are kept safe by God's power for the salvation which is ready to be revealed at the end of time. Be glad about this, even though it may now be necessary for you to be sad for a while because of the many kinds of trials you suffer. Their purpose is to prove that your faith is genuine. Even gold, which can be destroyed, is tested by fire, and so your faith, which is much more precious than gold, must also be tested, so that it may endure. Then you will receive praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed. You love Him, although you have not seen Him, and you believe in Him, although you do not now see Him. So you rejoice with a great and glorious joy which words cannot express, because you are receiving the salvation of your souls, which is the purpose of your faith in Him. Good News Translation There's no need for hope if everything's going just the way you like it. I remember when I was a college undergraduate, I hoped for Christ's return toward the end of every semester. The prospect of all those final exams and the pressure of grades had me longing for heaven. But that's life. Maturity, resilience, perseverance, and just about every virtue you can think of comes as a result of life's trials and sufferings. The Christian has hope, precisely because things aren't the way they're supposed to be. Faith has to be tried and tested. And hard circumstances are the way of purifying it. Like gold being purged of any dross by being exposed to extreme heat, so our faith becomes strong, robust, and genuine by the purgative fires of life's many large and small sufferings. The whole point of it all is to make us people worthy of our spiritual calling. Resurrection only happens because there's been a death. Glory is only realized through suffering. New life, the Christian life, isn't a matter of making a new set of resolutions, as if it were nothing more than aspirations at the beginning of a calendar year. Rather, Christian faith is a response to the mercy of God in Jesus Christ. One of my all-time favorite stories is Victor Hugo's Les Miserables. It's a story of grace and new life, of a hopeless man given the chance at hope. The main character is Jean Valjean, who spends 19 years in jail for stealing a loaf of bread for his starving family. The experience in prison caused him to become a bitter and cynical man. After his release, Jean Valjean has nowhere to go. In desperation, he seeks lodging one night at the home of a Catholic bishop, who treats him with genuine kindness, which Valjean sees only as an opportunity to exploit. In the middle of the night, he steals the bishop's silver and skedaddles. The next day, however, Valjean is caught by the police. When they bring him back to the bishop's house for identification, the police are surprised when the bishop hands two silver candlesticks to Jean, implying that he had given the stolen silver to him, saying, you forgot these. After dismissing the police, the bishop turns to Jean Valjean and says, I have bought your soul for God. In that moment, by the bishop's act of mercy, Valjean's bitterness is broken. Hope springs to life. Jean Valjean's forgiveness is the beginning of a new life. The bulk of Victor Hugo's novel demonstrates the utter power of a redeemed life. Jean chooses the way of mercy, as the bishop had done. Valjean raises an orphan, spares the life of a parole officer who spent 15 years hunting him, and saves his future son-in-law from death, even though it nearly cost him his own life. Jean Valjean, my brother, you no longer belong to what is evil but to what is good. I have bought your soul to save it from black thoughts and the spirit of perdition, and I give it to God. Victor Hugo, Les Miserables. Throughout Jean Valjean's new life, there are trials and temptations all along the way. Yet, mercy keeps his faith strong, and hope kindled. Whereas before, Valjean responded to mercy with a brooding melancholy and inner anger, now, after being shown grace, 
he responds to each case of unjust suffering with gratitude, deeply thankful for the chance to live a new life full of grace. Hope is kept alive because of suffering. Faith is strengthened by means of adversity. And both originate because of mercy and grace. Christianity is a worldview perspective that enables one to rejoice in difficulty. For the Christian, there is no empty meaningless grief, there is the hope that our suffering means something. Like the athlete who endures all the painful practice in order to realize a future hope, so the believer in Jesus goes into strict training for the development of faith, all in the confident expectation of a fulfilled salvation. It's a hard lesson to learn, this seemingly weird alchemy of faith, suffering, hope, joy, and new life. And every generation of Christians needs to experientially discover it. Each believer eventually learns, in the crucible of hard circumstances, that the promises of God are the ballast to persevere in faith and patience throughout life. Christian hope is a confident expectation that the promises of God will be completely realized. A Christian's salvation encompasses past, present, and future. We were saved back there in the past when Christ died on the cross for us. We were crucified with Him. We are presently being saved from the world, the sinful nature, and the devil, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit in making us holy. And we will be saved in the future when Christ returns to judge the living and the dead. Then, our salvation will be fully realized. Since that hasn't happened yet, we have hope to sustain us. It was hope that sustained me in college. I endured all the hours of study, all the exams, all the various courses taken, with the confident expectation that I would someday walk across that stage, receive my diploma, and graduate with my intended degree. We ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Romans 8 23-25, NIV. The Christian's hope for ultimate deliverance is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. This means we can live through a difficult day or week or month or a year, or even decades, with spiritual endurance. Our goal shall come in all its fullness. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be His peoples. And God Himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. Revelation 21 1-4, NRSV. Eventually, suffering will have done its work and we will be with Christ forever. Until that day, let us explore all that God has for us embracing both the meaning and the mystery of faith. Since our salvation is assured, let us live with confidence and run the race marked out for us. Heavenly Father, You created us and lovingly care for us. We accept all our sufferings willingly, and as truly obedient children we submit ourselves to Your holy will. Give us the strength to accept Your loving visitation to us through adversity, and never let us grieve Your heart by giving in to impatience. We offer You our pains to be used for Your honor and glory, through Jesus Christ our Lord, in the strength of the Holy Spirit. Amen.